Welcome back to Locked On Spurs and the Locked On NBA Network. I am Jeff Garcia, your host for today. I'm also with the Spurs Zone News for San Antonio and Fox29SanAntonio.com. Guess what? Cat's out of the bag. The NBA will be back, and that means your San Antonio Spurs will be back in action. And it is pretty much official. The NBA Board of Governors announced that they did approve the 22-team uh, format for the games to resume. But but in that press release, there was a bunch of that and if the eight seed is within four or five games what does it all mean what does it mean for your spurs we're gonna be talking about that and more also on the show with the Spurs season going to come back in orlando are they still a dangerous team does the playoff streak end to discuss that and more i am joined by casey vieira casey welcome back to locked on spurs and hey man spurs are back yeah in this 13 team or whatever you want to call it the back end fight for the eight seed between the eight and the nine playing all of it to get Zion. Yeah. Baby. Zion you know, he better the, the other day I, when I got my first look at this, I was like, man, Zion, you better make the Western conference finals at this point. I don't right. care. I don't, <laughs> this is a, this is a science to figure this out, but Hey, I don't care about that too much because I care basketball is back and we have something to talk about and enough of the hypotheticals. And you yep. digging for you having to dig for information to see what Bryn Forbes had for lunch, stuff <laughs> like that. in your news and notes, or what Greg Popovich is not liking about that particular day. You're right, basketball, man. important stuff. We we do have basketball, and we're gonna break it all down. What did the NBA announce? And just two seconds, just quickly. Today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. Go to builtbar.com. Use promo code locked on and you'll get 10 bucks off your first order. Casey, you know, when, when the NBA um, made the announcement, sent out the release, it looked like you had to have a PhD or something to break it all down. What, yeah. what is the nuts and bolts of it? What does it mean? Uh, how do the Spurs play in all this stuff? Well, I got a little work to do, but we knew they were going to have a little bit of work to do coming into this thing, regardless if they did even have the chance to right. do said work, which you and I didn't think that was going to be the case. I know you and I both thought they were uh, going to jump right into the playoff format. Right. Of course, that, that Zion factor, nobody wants to admit <laughs> it. The league will never admit it, but having the Pelicans there at that ninth spot uh, certainly you know, plays a big factor in terms of, of the television and all that fun stuff. So the way it appears, it appears it's going to work. Uh, would be one through 13 in the West, one through nine in the East. If you're a team within six games of that last playoff spot, you get that invite to Disney World. So you have five after on the West side of things and only one after on the East. So as it pertains to those Spurs, of course, they're trying to keep pace with Memphis, West the spot, New Orleans, Portland, Sacramento, and mm -hmm. uh, where they are right now. Of course, that's where that stands. So. With that said, they have the eight games, and if they're within four of the eight spots exactly. by the end of the season, whether it be just them or multiple teams, it goes into a double elimination format. And when it's all said and done, you do that, you get into the playoffs as the eight seed to get waxed by the Lakers. Yeah, exactly. That's right. You know, you play eight regular season games that be the Spurs, pretty much everybody, who, uh, all the teams that are invited. And um, 
well, and then you try for that eighth spot, uh, which the Spurs will be aiming for. And as Casey mentioned, that means a date with the Lakers. Uh, Casey, uh, you know, they got to factor in the Suns, too. I think the Suns are in the mix. But with, yeah, yeah. And and some other key dates um, that Spurs fans are definitely going to be interested in is that training camps will open on June 30th. Uh, All teams must arrive in Orlando by July 7th. The NBA resumes on July 31st. Now, the Spurs are in the uh, draft lot. Well, they'll be in uh, the NBA draft. They'll have a very high pick. But the lottery will be on August 25th. And, um, yeah, the Spurs will have some work to do. Casey, you look at you know the, the fact that they're going with a 22-team format. Do you think it's overkill? Do you think they should have just done what maybe many, many thought they should have just gone right into the postseason? Because this seems like, I mean, why not just pick up where you left off? It just makes sense to me. Yeah, I, I mean, listen, I'm not going to complain that basketball's back. Right. Certainly not. But I don't think they needed to invite, needed to invite 22 teams. I really mm-hmm. don't jump in one through 16 go right into the playoffs maybe give those 16 teams a couple tune-up games uh whether it be for that positioning or just having those exhibition games to you know make them feel more comfortable getting acclimated back to work but hey you know 22 is the number they came up with a formula they came up with a system that worked and well Mm -hmm. theoretically theoretically works but you can't really talk about normalcy with this anymore so regardless of what happens here you kind of have to give the league a pass to a degree but right. yeah i mean that that was something you and i had kind of been saying all along that we had both been on the eight and eight the traditional eight and eight jump right into right. the playoffs uh they're not going to do that i i you know i i understand their viewpoint even though even well for many reasons, I understand their viewpoint. Mm-hmm. Uh, me just working solely off of a safety practicality standpoint, I was kind of with that full eight and eight. That's it. But listen, it, it's the league. I, if Adam Silver is confident that they can do this safely, I'm confident with it because it, it's you know he, he, the way these things have gone so far. He's had a good track record. He's been on top of this stuff, and mm-hmm. you know he's been, been very aware of how this stuff works. Right. And, uh, regardless, well, really, regardless of the issue in the league, but that's a different story. But, but yeah, uh, you know, I, I won't complain though. I won't complain. Basketball's back. Exactly, basketball is back. And one more key date um, that we um, did not mention was that the NBA draft will now be held on October fifteenth, and the Spurs will have a uh, high pick in that draft, uh, somewhere between ten and twelve. And uh, we'll see how the Spurs fare in that. Um, I guess, I guess resumption of NBA play, if you want to call it that. Uh, one of the key things, though, why they're having it in, you know, and why it's in one location was because of the coronavirus. Casey, how is the NBA handling this? Well, ha- handling what? Handling the, the, the virus, like, you know, containing it if a player has it. You know, oh, obviously gotcha, they, they gotcha. did announce that, that no fans will be invited to Orlando. So don't even think right, about it as first right. fans. Yeah. And yeah, don't, even though I don't think there's a sense of eagerness to go all the way down there, right? right now. But uh, June 22nd is when everyone gets back to work and when the testing starts. And mm-hmm. once the testing starts, uh, 
they have to pass before they can depart for Disney World. Uh, but still a lot of gray area in, in that regard. It's, uh, um, you know, it's, well, it's, the part's going to be, that part's going to be interesting. That part's going to be real interesting because you don't want to play the devil's advocate of what if, what if someone tests positive, what happens yeah. there? Uh, you don't want to play it, but the thing is, it is a possibility. You don't, you know what I mean? Like, you don't want to talk about it, but it is still very legitimately possible. Yeah. And you look at uh, some reports out there that are saying that because people are out and protesting right now, uh, take, for example, Florida, uh, um, I believe, um, I forget the news, news agency, but the point is, is that they've seen a spike recently of the coronavirus in Florida because everybody's huddled together again in the protest right. and they're starting to see now there's they don't know if it's a correlation yet because of the incubation period being about two weeks but if this is a sign then the nba is gonna have to be very careful but basically the i believe the nba is going to be t- heavily testing everybody casey when i mean everybody i mean even the employees at the arena everybody's going to be tested re- on the regular uh, there's going to be public health officials there medical experts there and Casey, one thing they did announce is that should the worst case happen where somebody there gets uh, virus or has it, they're going to be isolated right away. Casey, they're not going to shut it down, though, even if somebody tests positive. Do you agree with that or not? I Yeah, I, I agree with it. Um, I, I, I think if you're going to go through with this whole thing, which, of course, the need still is, you have to be ready for that. And... Honestly, they're probably anticipating that. They're probably mm-hmm. anticipating that because just by the way pure logistics numbers work, it's almost kind of like it'll be a given that it does happen. Yeah. But but yeah, I, I mean, I, I I trust the league in that regard. Uh, I trust. Yes. I, I do trust the league in that regard. Yeah. Now, one of the other uh, kind of sub issues that has popped up is the idea of home court advantage. Now, while nothing has been set in stone and just a quick clarification, the um, NBA players union now have to approve as well uh, the format, which more than likely they will go through that and uh, approve it. But uh, you've heard some wild things. I don't know if you heard these, but how they're going to designate home court advantage. And I mean, literally Casey home court advantage. There's talk that, they'll bring in their home court. So if the Spurs are playing and they have a home court advantage, the, the AT&T Center home court will be shipped to Orlando. They've also heard where they're going to allow the higher-seeded teams to pick the hotel to sleep in, even to the fact that the higher-seeded team gets one extra coaching challenge or one extra foul to, for a designated player. Casey, again, man, you know I think they're overthinking this. They are. They are. Uh, it's, but you got to put yourself in a team like the Lakers shoes or teams like a team like the Bucks shoes because Milwaukee is just bowled through the league the entire season. And now all of a sudden it's back to a level playing field in that regard. Mm-hmm. So you expect them to kind of explore that. But honestly, what do you, you know, what do you do? What do you, uh, what do you, that, that all the stuff that that's been floated around there is, is kind of silly, you know, having, you know, I think I saw one the other day that uh, the team can designate a player to have uh, foul out after seven fouls or things like yeah. that or something. You know what I mean? It's like just crazy, obscure things. But then again, 
it, it, this has also been another stance of this is that normalcy, of course, has gone out the window with all with uh, the past three months, the way this has all gone down. So it's, it's kind of like you can't be too critical of whatever they decide to do. But still, it's, it's odd. And I, I don't know. I mean, maybe that is the best way to do it. Maybe that is, don't, don't put me on a, any kind of competition committee because I'm not, I'm not going to get you anywhere, as you can tell. But right. It's, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I, I don't know. It's almost, I cheer the court, so that's fun, though, to think them flying all the way down. Yeah, that's I know. Kind of I mean, that's just, I mean, yeah. there's even reports that they want to bring banners to Orlando. So, for example, the Spurs, okay, we're going to bring our championship banners because in this they particular only game, like, we have quite a bit. Yeah. They only let Coyote show up to work at games three and four and five. <laughs> I, I know. I'm waiting for them. Like, well, no, we designate our uh, mascot for the mascot of that game. So uh, it's a little yeah, overkill. Look, Parrot's name with the Clippers. What's the Parrot's name? Their new mascot. Oh. They introduced it a few years ago. I don't oh, know the Parrot. He, he said the Parrot. But you mean the Condor? The Condor. The Condor. <laughs> that one. Yeah. Yeah. That one. Well, yeah. He's only as long as it's not that, uh, that Pelican's big baby one. Oh, that thing's terrifying. That yeah, thing, very terrifying. The, yeah, the king, the king cake baby. Oh my gosh, yeah. that thing's horrifying. Remember, remember what the old pelican looked like before they had the switch. The when the first when the team first came about over it was seven eight years ago. No, I, had, I don't remember. They had, they had to fix the mascot to make him look at least a little bit more welcoming because he he looked like. Like even more, like he looked like the way he did, which is already nutty. Except he looked like he was just coked out. On top of that, coked so out. But had to, <laughs> well, but had to, to, my, to make him look, I guess I don't know, more welcoming. If you could do that. Well, uh, all in all, you know, it 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 feels like a big mess right now because there's like you mentioned, you know, well, you know, if you're within X amount of games and you're in, and then if you finish that regular season. And those eight games, and you're still within. Then there's going to be this, and then because, for so for example, the way it plays out is, let's just say the Spurs have a really good run in those eight games, fine, and but they still have a fighting chance against Memphis. And correct if I'm wrong, uh, Casey. So that means then the in this uh, example, the Spurs and well, I guess the, the Grizzlies would have a playoff term uh, tournament between just them two. I, I, that's were, I, I don't understand. Right, right. If they, I think it's contingent on how many teams are within that four games out. If I got this mm-hmm. correctly, because I think what you're aiming for is that nine spot. But if like the nine and ten are both like four games out of the eight seed, then that's when it would turn into a, a double elimination. So it could be a type of thing where. If it's a double elimination between two teams, then that's just the best of three. If right. it's, um, well, not necessarily because it's the eight seed. The eight seed would be a double elimination. The nine seed or the one below that would be a single elimination. So let me correct myself there. So it wouldn't necessarily be a best of three. Uh, but that said, though, you're you're kind of if you're the Spurs, you're aiming for that. You're not aiming for the eight spot now. You're aiming for the nine spot, which makes things, you know, a little bit more feasible for them to actually get into the to get into the playoffs. Right. It's the fact that right right now, Spurs are only a half game out of that nine spot. 
which is behind mm-hmm. Portland. And Portland's three and a half back of of the eight seed, which is Memphis. So that's what you're gunning for right now. Is if you're San Antonio, all you have to do is just get into that. And 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 if you're facing a team like Memphis, who has limited to no playoff experience at all on mm-hmm. that roster, that's one thing that is advantageous to you. Very advantageous to you because the Spurs. From a talent personnel standpoint, top to bottom, over the teams that they're in there with, I mean, maybe right. talent-wise, what are they better than than Sacramento and and the teams Suns? on their schedule? Yeah, the Suns. Suns? yeah oh, on their schedule, the on their schedule. Right, right. Well, well, yeah, they're better, but but yeah, they're better than the Suns. But on the schedule, I mean, Sac- Sacramento, Memphis, and that's really it because they still have a couple with the Pelicans. They have a couple with the Jazz, Denver. Yeah. Yeah, uh, you know, and, then, you know and, Denver, I mean? and Denver's going to be right out of the gates. That's our first game, right? Right. Yeah. Welcome back. You got Joker. Exactly. Uh, yeah, but that, but that, you know, that's what you're gunning for. And if you get into that and say Memphis is still in there in that eight spot and Spurs checking at nine, you, you do kind of like your chances to at least right. potentially, you know, to get it. But listen, right now they got to worry about Sacramento in front of them. They have to worry about New Orleans in front of them, and they have to worry about Portland in front of them. Mind you, they're only each a half game behind or ahead of San Antonio, but they're still in front of them, and eight games left to go. Eight games left to go. Exactly. Well, the good news is that once this one through eight gets sorted out, and if the Spurs do lock in a playoff spot, then the playoffs – will be in the traditional format. The Western Conference teams, the Eastern Conference team, the same format, one plays eight. There's not going to be the just, you know, shuffle everybody out and just do East, West, mix together, whoever is the number one overall versus the lowest overall. That's not going to happen. I, I was hoping for that. I really was pushing for that. I wanted to see a Lakers-Clippers NBA Finals if they had just mixed all the um, teams and just reseed the you know conference be damned you know i really wanted to see that but right. hey you know they're going to be it's the traditional uh format four rounds best of seven series in each round so there will be some normalcy after uh this quick eight game regular season and you know the, that tournament though is not set in stone right if the spurs just stink it up and not they're not even you know competitive they're out you, you know and if somehow memphis just runs the table or they just clobber everybody they're in so that that play in tournament is is only contingent right uh casey if that scenario plays out that's where i'm getting confused is it mandatory or it's not going to be mandatory what what aspect? Sorry, I, I kind of I, I, as as you were trying to pick put the pieces together, I was trying to put the pieces together too, and I kind of lost your train okay. of thought. Okay, the way I understand it is like the, the only the only way they have the playing tournament is if um the oh man I, if the Spurs are still within striking distance of that eight seed, that's right. the way I understand it. Games. Okay, yes, the four games. Yeah. So they play four out games. those eight games. Yeah. Right, right, right. So if, if well, not even the Spurs, any of the teams, you know, right. but I don't think that'd be mathematically possible. But uh, I think if the ninth seed or any of the teams are four games or less out, then they're in that play-in. If they're five or I guess technically four and a half or more out, yeah. 
there would there wouldn't need to be a play in with that nine seed. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, I think. So, no, I think you know, you're you know, right. The good thing is we, we could say one thing here, and it's so fluctuating, fluid. This this thing mm-hmm. could change tomorrow. It's it's yep. uh, we could spin it like, hey, you know what? We weren't exactly sure. You know, we got the numbers <laughs> wrong, but you know right. what? Nobody nobody knows because it's not official official yet. But exactly. Hey, whatever. Basketball. Exactly. As as Casey just said right now, the uh, playoff. I mean, NBA basketball is back, and that means your Spurs are going to play. But speaking of your Spurs, what about the team? How are they going to look when they get back? Are they still that threat in the West? Because recall, right before the hiatus, they were looking like they were picking up a little bit of steam. And um, does that playoff streak end when it's all said and done? We're going to be discussing that in just a few short seconds. But uh, chain stores have different price tiers for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers. RockAuto.com's price are the same for everybody and reliably low. RockAuto.com always offers the lowest price possible rather than charging prices based on what the market will bear like airlines do. RockAuto.com is everybody. It's for everybody and does not require membership or account login. They have everything from engine control modules, brake parts, tail lamps, oil, even new carpet. Whether it's your classic daily driver, get everything you need with a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? That's why I urge you to go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on on their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. We are back, and I'm joined by San Antonio sports reporter Casey Vieira. Follow him on Twitter at Casey underscore Vieira. Casey, the Spurs will see some action. Spurs fans about to see it from the comfy uh, confines of their home, and rightfully, yeah, good thing too, because the last thing they probably want to face is that coronavirus. But um, <laughs> yeah. nevertheless, yeah, nevertheless, you don't say. Yeah, uh, regardless, the Spurs will be back now. They've been away from the game for a while. They're in separate parts of the country. Chemistry is probably needs a little fine tuning when they get back. But before the break, though, Casey. They were picking up a little bit of steam. Now, they beat Dallas right before the hiatus and in convincing fashion, too. In their last six games before the break, they went three and three. Now, that means like, ooh, Jeff, 500. But recall, their season hadn't been that great up to that point. They talk about multiple losing streaks. So for them to go three and three in the last six was actually kind of a good thing. DeJounte Murray, Casey, was kind of was pretty much getting back in that flow already. You saw him being that. DeJounte Murray that everybody thought he'd be. Kelton Johnson was seemingly getting a rhythm going. DeMar DeRozan was being DeMar DeRozan. I ask you, Casey, are they and can they still be that dangerous team, that upper-tier uh, Western Conference team do not want to face? No. No. Wow. I okay. So. I got to hear this. Why yeah, not? I don't, I don't think so. Well, I mean, it's – not necessarily from a Spurs standpoint, but I mean, what if you're the Lakers? If if you if you look at the Spurs, I mean, do do you really see them, even if they are hot as a team that you're intimidated by? Not really. With the mm-hmm. Clippers, not really. 
I mean, the Nuggets, maybe if they face the Nuggets, and if they somehow, I, I, I don't know, I don't think that necessarily play out that I don't think it's mathematically possible, but you know what I mean? <laughs> you know, if they <laughs> came across one another, perhaps, but if you're getting in that conversation of, could they be a team to, you know, I guess, put somebody on upset alert. I don't think so because it's going to be either, it's going to be either the Lakers or the Clippers in all likelihood. So I don't see it, but that's me being glass half empty, glass half full though, to try to find the positive with it in terms of them actually being able to get into the playoffs, which I, I do think is, I do think is possible for as much as we've been very skeptical of this mm-hmm. 2019, 2020 product, that nine seed playing game, I think makes this very much reasonable. And the fact that from a personnel standpoint, things were starting to look good. Things were starting to look good. Murray had slowly throughout the year become more and more comfortable and appeared finally fully healthy, the best we've seen him up to that point, and things were looking good in that capacity. You mentioned Keldon Johnson, which at the time was sparking the conversation. He had played so well that was right. he actually the more was you know, was he it sparked the conversation of whether or not Lonnie Walker is the best prospect on this team, not named DeJounte Murray. Maybe it is Keldon Johnson instead and not Lonnie Walker. That's how, how well Keldon played in his minutes when he did ultimately start to get them. So glass half full, yeah, they looked okay. But the only problem is they started looking okay, went on, went on vacation for four months, sat at home, and, and all, that, all that kind of went out the window. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, we'll see. I don't, think it's, I don't think the Spurs are in a bad spot right now. I don't. I don't. Uh, I'm gonna go opposite of you. I think they are gonna still be that dangerous team. They're yeah. they're healed up. I, they healed up. Look, as like you mentioned, Dejounte Murray was playing well and seemingly fully recovered from the injury that set him out last year. Yaka Pertle, he's been on record with uh, uh, foreign outlets with uh, saying that he's back to normal. That that injury that he suffered that cost him a few games for the hiatus. It's no longer an issue that he'd been working out with uh, some Spurs uh, staff via teleconferencing. He's working on his own. So, and he's been on record saying he is back. You look at the, the, the rest that the older players got, LaMarcus Aldridge, DeMar DeRozan. Now, obviously, and you know, with her, remember players, Aldridge, Aldridge missed almost a month leading up to that, that last game exactly. that they played against the Mavericks right before the, mm-hmm. the hiatus. So, I mean, he had, he had been hurt. No one even thought he was really going to play in that Maverick game. He just kind of, you know, was a last-minute addition. Uh, so, yeah, no, no, no. The the rest could help. I agree. That's what you're saying. Yeah. Their their offense was clicking, too, um, but except for that – well, I mean, I guess you want to include it. We're going to say offense, uh, that drubbing they got in Brooklyn. They were well – averaging well over 100 points per game. You saw in Dallas they beat the Mavericks, well, 119-109 before the uh, hiatus. Uh, before that was the Cavaliers. They put up 129 points. Before that was that debacle in Brooklyn. Nevertheless, they put up 120. So their their offense was still being potent. Their defense is the issue right now. Can they – during this break, you know, did they kind of regroup on the defensive end, you know, whether it had been pop talking to them on teleconference chats, as Buford said that he was continuing doing during the break to try to get this defense going. My, my point is this. I think the rest did them wonders. I think it allowed them to clear their heads, maybe get out of whatever funk they were in throughout the season. 
uh, eight game losing streak, a horrific road road trip. You know, you lose two here, win three here, lose four here, one one here. That kind of unbalanced, unpredictable Spurs play, I think, is going to allow them to reflect and hopefully make a push for that uh, NBA record twenty third straight appearance uh, for any NBA team going to the postseason. I, I I ask you this now, Casey, is this? Either way you look at it, it's I don't you might disagree with me now that I think about it. It could be win-win. Win, you do a good run of the eight-game regular season, you make the postseason, yay, Spurs, you did it once again. On the other hand, you got Spurs don't make it into the postseason. You see this this uh streak end, but it allows them uh maybe get a jump on their offseason where they can retool. And maybe even get a jump on these um, player evaluations heading into the draft. Yeah, and and I that's a good point that you bring up because I think that's also applicable for 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 some reason. I don't know if it was the Lillard comment or the fact that the one team to veto the proposal of the twenty two game uh, twenty two team invitees or twenty two invitees to Orlando was was Portland and they just they didn't seem they they don't seem overly thrilled to be there in right. this idea. I don't know if the fact that they you know what I mean that they've underachieved but it that at least from the outside looking in it, and it hasn't exact it doesn't exactly seem like a team that's overly eager to make that trip to show up as an eight seed and know what really waits on the on the other side of the bridge with with LA or or one of the two LA teams standing by. But it, it, it's funny though because if you're going by that kind of logic and you look at the teams that are currently alive fighting for that eighth spot in Memphis, Portland, New Orleans, Sacramento, San Antonio, Phoenix, two of those teams in Portland and San Antonio, how much does them going into that eighth spot really benefit them? Right. Not really. Not mm-hmm. really. Everybody else though, Memphis, young team, New Orleans, young team, Sacramento, young team phoenix young this is a time for them and i know it's not the playoffs playoffs that we've come to know forever but suddenly they have new lights to play competitive basketball in the postseason in the well i guess i was going to say in the in the spring but in in the summer now it it it, that becomes a lot more valuable than you would think for these younger mm-hmm. teams, now, it, it, whether the Spurs kind of come in that same, you know, view it the same way. I mean, that's not for us entirely to say. We can speculate, and we've kind of speculated throughout the way that it probably isn't as much. It's probably ways more for them to miss the playoffs and make the postseason mm-hmm. in all likelihood. Right. But I think that's a, another dynamic when you think about it. The, the fact that four out of those six teams are young and have a chance potentially to do something that they didn't expect they'd be doing four months ago. I, I agree with you, and I also think too that if you look at the uh, regular season up to the uh, point where the NBA stopped, that was the big thing with the one of the big things with the Spurs. Excuse me, was they always seemed to get up for the big games, but they always came down to the to the lower of sub five hundred teams. You saw them beat Dallas, you saw them beat the Clippers, the Nuggets, et cetera, et cetera. They were beating high quality teams, and that's who they will be facing in this uh, NBA resumption or quality teams and especially the teams that will be facing against, they're going to be gunning it for it too to make the postseason. So I really think the Spurs are still going to be a dangerous team, but is this team going to see an NBA record 
happen or no? We're going to discuss that briefly when we get back. But before we do that, I want to talk to you about Built Bar, which is the best tasting protein bar ever. Uh, 16 amazing flavors, all chocolate covered, and that is 100% chocolate. Soft and easy to chew. 20 grams of protein, 3 grams of sugar, 3 grams of net carbs. You cannot beat a better bar than Built Bars. So they're just, they're just damn healthy. They got mint brownie. That's the new flavor of the month. They got, I think they have, uh, another one of my favorites was that chocolate peanut butter mix. That one was another good one. Uh, I When I eat one, I, I swear it's not like I'm eating a health bar. I'm eating a candy bar. And that's why I urge you to go to BuiltBar.com. And when you go to BuiltBar.com, use promo code LOCKDOWN. That's where you'll get 10 bucks off your first order. Again, use promo code LOCKDOWN for $10 off at BuiltBar.com. I urge you to try the protein bars first. They have other stuff there, and, and might as well fill up your cart. But if you're just going to try it for the first shot, then I recommend the uh, big box of protein bars. That's where you remember, use Locked On and get 10 bucks off that order. Uh, ignore the Cliff Bars. Ignore any other health bar. The Built Bar is the best bar to get. BuiltBar.com. Locked On is your promo code. And that'll get you 10 bucks off your first order. We are back, and I'm joined by Casey Vieira, San Antonio sports reporter. Casey, one of the good news is, is that no matter how the Spurs fare in this uh, NBA resumption of play, their lottery balls remain intact. You know, whatever they were, uh, that being the standings, on March 11th, it stays that way. So, there is no need for them to tank or even think about tanking. If they want to move up that chain in the draft, they will remain within that 10, 11, 12 range. Uh, so, hey, that's a positive right there, Casey. Yeah, you take that win. Yep. <laughs> exactly. Well, then there comes the big question now. Um, do you see the Spurs making NBA history, making it 23 straight seasons of playoff appearances or no? No. No. All right, why? It comes, but yeah, it, it, this is the year it comes to an end. I just think of the, the teams that they do have set up the rest of the way on the calendar in this, this eight-game schedule where they are right now is you have Utah, like you, like you mentioned. Uh, you have Utah, you have Denver, you have Memphis, you have Sacramento. And how many of those, and, and uh, New Orleans, of course. And how many of those teams are they better than? Not really many. Two full schedule reads Denver, Memphis, New Orleans, Utah, Utah, Denver, Sacramento, New Orleans. So you give them Sacramento because I think they're better because that's personnel is the only thing we really have to go off of here. We'll give them Sacramento, give them Memphis, and we'll, because they're the Spurs, I'll give them one more of the, the remaining schedule that's there. So that's three and five. Three and five is not enough to get you in. Spurs run comes to a close. I'm going to go opposite of this. I'm going to think the Spurs make a run of it and make that uh, uh, eight-seat appearance and break the NBA record. And I think the Spurs were gelling at the right time. They're they're at, just like all the other teams in the field, but they're they're chomping at the bit. I think with a veteran-led team uh, with Demar and Lamarcus and with the young guys coming into their own, I think the Spurs will make it. You're looking at Popovich as being the ex- biggest X factor for me. Uh, I think he can get the most out of them, and it's just a, such a short period of time that they got to get it done. There's not going to be any time for BS. There's not going to be any time for 
you know, this and that. And they're going to hit that training camp hard. And Bob's going to get them going ready for that eight regular season games and crossing fingers the postseason. And even if it gets into that, that tournament, that mini eight seed tournament, I think Pop can do it because if they have to face a Memphis team in any type of uh, quick tourney, that's a very young, very young Memphis team. And I know the Spurs are just as young, but I mean, young, but not as young as that Memphis team. I think they can handle business. Uh, all in all, have we, uh, Spurs, have we got a ruling as to whether or not is that is if they were to get in that ninth playoff game, is that considered the playoffs? Do we have an official ruling on that? I think it is. I think technically, well, that might have an official the ruling. Outlook, but... Yeah, that might have changed the outlook of my projection, but I know we don't have enough time to get into it. Next time, <laughs> we'll have to do the math. Yeah, time. exactly. We'll, we'll break it down deeper. But uh, those are our thoughts on um, – how the Spurs will fare in this NBA resumption of play. And if you're just as confused as I are, we are uh, about what does it all mean when they come back, let us know. You can follow me on Twitter at Jeff G Spurs Zone. Go to the Spurs Zone News for San Antonio and Fox29SanAntonio.com and subscribe to Locked On Spurs wherever you get your favorite podcast. Casey, tell us everything about you and how Spurs fans can get a hold of you. You can debate me in my takes at K-C-C-A-S-E-Y underscore Vieira, V-I-E-R-A, at K-C underscore Vieira on Twitter. I got to give you a round of applause because you actually remembered your Twitter handle. So good good on you. I appreciate good that. That's you. good because I, <laughs> yeah, I, well, yeah, I don't remember it half the time anyway. So when you read it, it knocks one out. You know, it's one less thing I have to do. So thank you. Not <laughs> problem. All right. So for Casey Vieira, I am Jeff Garcia. We're going to put a lock on this episode of Locked on Spurs.